welcome to a special solo version of Verbal Abuse. Now, your special commentator, Cheeseburger. Hey everybody, welcome to Verbal Abuse. I'm your ever-juicy Cheeseburger, here to talk to you about any damn thing I can think of. I've got several ideas for good topics today. I'm, well, I hope they're good. To me, they're great. They're awesome. They're wonderful. I throw my panties at myself because they're so good. But today, um, I got a couple things on my mind. Uh, one thing is, tis the season, of course. We're, we're in the Christmas season. And a lot of people are talking about charities, and you got the Red Bucket Brigade and all that out there, which I think is just totally awesome. But I've run across a few charities or, let's say, people that have the idea of charities that uh, I kind of I, I don't really agree with. I mean, I, I believe that if you're helping anybody out, it's awesome. It's great that that's what we are put here for, that we should try to help somebody out when we can. But I also believe that charity should have no return. Uh, you don't do something with the expect of a return. You do something because you feel it's the right thing to do, and if something comes back to you because of that, well, then that's the bonus. But you don't do it with an expectation, or you don't start out with the uh, thought that I'm going to do this, or I'm going to make you do this in order for you to get that. Let me explain. I know of some churches. Uh, I'm not going to mention any names, but I know of some churches that do the, the pantry. You know, they uh, supply food for people that uh, don't have any or, you know, lower income. They can't afford all the food they need. Um, they need a little help. But these pantries will require you to sit through a, a sermon or sit through a, a discussion, whatever you want to call it, before you're uh, given your food. Now, it might be a 30-minute discussion on you know just something out of the bible or uh, a 30-minute a sermon maybe an hour sermon and then you're allowed to to get the food that you need now my thought on that is it's number one it's great I, I think anytime that if you feel you need to spread the word or if there's somebody that wants to hear the word that you should do that I mean that's that's great that's awesome but if you're going to do charity, <clears throat> to me, charity should be anonymous as much as it, it, it can, but it also should come with no strings. Now, if you're requiring somebody to sit through a sermon or whatever, aren't they paying for that with their time? I mean, if you're requiring somebody to do something for a return, aren't you providing that service or the requirement to get that therefore you're paying for it with your time now i'm not saying it's a bad idea for people to listen or for people to preach but to me that kind of takes away the charity part of it that uh that is a uh a duty that you have to do to get what you want like i have to spend time at my job in order to get a paycheck now, that's not charity i'm earning it i'm doing what i have to do now, if I go to these uh, pantries or, or whatever, and I'm required to sit through something, listen to something, uh, do something or whatever, now that's not charity, is it? I mean, that's my thought. I, I don't think it's, uh, 
that's the the thought of giving. That's the the idea of earning. I'm doing something that you want me to do in order to receive something. That's work. That's that's buying something. It might not be a buying it with monetary goods, but that's buying it with your time. And hey, like the old saying goes, you know, time's money. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong for thinking this way. Maybe I'm I become a little too hard in my old life uh, or my old age. I'm not sure, but that's that's the way I view it. I had to. I went with a friend uh, some years ago to uh, visit their one of their kinfolk that was doing something at a church. And they said, oh, they've been wanting to do this. The preacher finally said that they can do it, and they're going to get to talk in front of some people. And I'm like, oh, wow. I mean, and, and my friend was excited, and I'm like, okay, I'll, let's go. Let's do it. And number one, I started wondering why, uh, you know, it was in the middle of the day. Number one, it's kind of struck me kind of odd. But when we get there, it just so happened to be the uh, day that they were helping out people that, you know, needed a little extra food. And we sat there as uh, this person gave a uh, a little sermon uh, followed by a prayer, which, you know, don't get me wrong, I think that's awesome. But I was noticing the people there, and they were like, this is how it is if we want to, you know, get some food i don't have a babysitter and i have to come up here to to get this but they require me to sit here and and i mean yes i can see both sides number one you're getting some free stuff don't gripe but then on the other hand it's not free if you're required to sit there and and do what they want for it so i mean that's that's kind of a you know which hand does it go down when you're when you're weighing it which one's heavier uh, is it wrong that you're required to do things to get uh, some help from a church? Or is it that's what you need to do in order to get the food? I know they're trying to spread the word, but just them, to me, just them being there, knowing that that church is helping them out, that church is willing to uh, find people that will donate food to help them out, that's enough to let them know that, you know, the church is is a good thing that church will help you. Now, I know a lot of people will abuse the system. I've seen people that have uh, gone to these pantries and, and counties that they don't reside in just to get the food and they end up selling it off. Uh, I've seen people do the same with EBT cards. I, I've seen people in uh, dollar stores buying uh, tons of these uh, like popsicles that you freeze and and stuff like that, and they said they were buying them their EBT cars. They said they sell them to the kids in their neighborhood for, you know, a, a dime a piece, and so they're making money. And so I mean, I, there is abuse to, to every system. But I don't. Uh, as going back to the the church thing, I don't know if you're required to sit through it. Is that earning it, or is that still charity? I'm I, I'm still on the fence. I'm not too sure. Uh, in my belief. Uh, my family has, uh, we try to do a lot of charity work. I, I don't try to tell people what we do because I still believe that charity should be uh, anonymous. I, I, I don't do it for the glory. I don't do it because I want you to pat me on the back and hug me and say, oh, thank you so much. I do it because I feel that's what I need to do. And uh, no matter what the other person does, if I 
let's say donate $200 worth of food to somebody and they turn around and sell it. Well, that's on you. I, I did what I felt was right by giving it to you. What you do with it, that's on you. You know, I might get a couple of my uh, black uh, red X's uh, erased by the big man upstairs for doing some charity work, but if you sell it or do bad things with what I give you for charity, well, he might give that X to you, so watch out. But I, I just don't know. I, we, we do a lot of charity work, my family, or we try to, and uh, because I firmly believe if, if you have it, and it's a, it's to, if you have it to give and you don't need it for your immediate family and you've got your little nest egg there, I, I, I think you should give. You should try. There's no sense. If, if I were to become a billionaire overnight, I'm going to die broke because I'm, I'm going to give it away. I don't need fancy houses and fancy cars. My girlfriend will tell you now she's all on me about the vehicles I drive are, are POSs. They're junk. But... Number one, I, I don't need anything fancy or nice, and I like tinkering on, on vehicles. As long as it doesn't leave me stranded between here and there, which lately, lately my, mine has. Uh, I'm looking over at my production manager now. Uh, y'all hadn't met him yet. Uh, and he, He's been helping me work on my vehicle, and he's giving me some dirty looks. But, uh, you know, I, I just I believe that if you can give, you should give. And you shouldn't abuse the system, and you shouldn't force people to do things. No matter what good intention you have, uh, or how good I think it is, I don't think you should require somebody to do something and call it charity, because that's that's not charity anymore. You're you're earning it. That's one. That's another reason. You know, uh, people that listen to this regular know that I'm a I'm a biker. Uh, I like to ride. I like the the people that ride. I like that that lifestyle and bikers are some of the most charitable people you'll see especially this time of year matter of fact uh, a friend of mine was just telling me about a a toy run that he was doing Uh, bad weather it's cold and a toy run for y'all that don't know is uh, where the bikers do uh, a ride the huge long parade type ride and normally there's somebody there's Santa Claus and and all that and they collect toys and they take them to a children's home or a uh, hospital children's hospital or something like that and the, the here these bikers are for the past couple months have been uh, setting up donation boxes for to get toys and They've had poker runs, which is a way to generate money to buy the toys. And they're riding in the cold because I, I've done this many times. To see these kids' eyeballs light up when a whole bunch of bikers show up and Santa Claus is on a motorcycle and he's bringing a bunch of gifts and toys and clothes and, and all that. And we also used to get back on the walk track. We'd take a bike and put it on there and give all the kids rides around the, the walking track. And You know, that's good juju. That's good karma if you believe in either one of those. And here these big burly bikers are, and I've seen them cry. You know, I've seen them break down because uh, the kids were happy. So these, these people are some of the most charitable people I've ever seen.
And uh, matter of fact, uh, one of my best friends that passed away a couple years ago, they had he was super into the uh, the toy runs for children. Huge anything that had to do with uh, riding for kids, he was there. And they have a a benefit run every year for him. And it's matter of fact, I think it's next weekend. Uh, and here it is in December, cold. And all these bikers are going to get on their bikes, ride in the cold to raise money. And I think all this is going to St. Jude this year. So, you know, all these people that most times society looks at with the, their nose turned up, they're the ones that are giving. Uh, so if you see them and they're on this long ride, you know, pull your car over. Let them pass. Don't, don't be an ass. And, uh... You know, join in too. You don't have to have a bike. You can go up there and find a, a, a biker organization and say, "Hey, I don't have anything but a car. What can I do to help?" They'll be more than happy to accept any help or donation. Or uh, there's also uh, tag-alongs, follow-alongs uh, that ride with the bikes to block off some traffic. Hey, you could do that. Anything. It's great. It's awesome enjoy it now let's see i'm gonna hit this pause button for a second because i gotta refresh my coffee i'll be right back people i had to po- uh, pause the podcast my voice was messing up i didn't want them to hear me hacking and all i don't i don't get it let me try to straighten it up real quick <laughs> <coughs> well yeah <clears throat> That's much better. That's a lot better. Thanks for hitting that pause. Shit, you didn't pause that. Now, well, I hope you're happy. Now they're going to have to listen to all that because I'm not editing it out. You can edit it out if you want to. I ain't got time to edit all that crap out. Where were we? We were talking about charity. And, uh, yeah, this, uh, I'm going to skip, try to go into another subject. But, y'all, if y'all can, just do a little extra. You know, drop a couple pennies, dollar anything you got in the red bucket or anywhere maybe check on your neighbor see if they've got enough food to eat and you know take them a plate if they don't you know anything any small thing will add to something big later and uh i think that's great you know everybody needs a little help every now and then i've needed it you've needed it we've all needed it so uh if it doesn't hurt you personally and you can help somebody hey you know help tell them if they, they, if they offer to pay you back and you don't want to pay back, just say, hey, if you see somebody that you can help, keep it rolling. Keep it going. Keep it on going on down the line. And uh, maybe we can end up helping a lot of people. You never know. Mm. Let's see. I've talked about some charity. I've talked about a little biker charity, which one day I'm going to tell some biker stories, some old things that I've been asked uh, to talk about some stuff, but. I don't know. I might get to it one day. I might not. I don't know what in the world did y'all give me to drink. But I like this. I don't know. It's alcohol, but it's not too strong. I like it. Bring me some more of this in a minute. Mm. Yeah, don't drink and drive either. Now I want to talk about, just for a minute, some friendship. And, uh, you know, and biker lingo 
a true friend is a, a brother, you know, a brother by heart, if not by blood. But I'm going to talk about plain old, downright, everyday friendship. And I, I really think that the the idea of friendship, the word friendship, the act of friendship is really starting to, to get kind of sour. Uh, people are throwing it around kind of liberally when they have no idea what friendship is. Uh, they have this quasi-substitute, fake, aspartame-type friendship nowadays. Nobody knows what it is like to be a friend. Uh, well, I say nobody. There's still a lot of people out there that do. But, you know, there's too much backstabbing going on in in friendship and personal relationships and anything uh if you can't say it to somebody's face don't say it now everybody's guilty of talking behind somebody's back sooner or later it's gonna happen uh but i, I just don't i don't get it. it's like the the american pastime now is to smile to your face and stab behind uh, stab you in the back you know Bikers have a term or a phrase that they say, uh, beware of somebody patting you on the back. Are they telling you, I love you, brother, or are they looking for a soft spot to stick a knife? And that's what's going on nowadays. Too many people, I mean, I see it on Facebook, I see it on my posts, I see it in life. Uh, one of the biggest things right now is let's, let's skip a little higher than friendship for a minute is in, uh, uh, love relationships. Now, look, when a relationship dissolves, when it when it becomes to the point where uh, it's time to split up, break up, whatever you want to call it, divorce, uh, go your separate ways, there's, it's not done adult. I mean, which I guess at that point when you decide that your relationship's over, both of you are hurt or scarred or whatever. But there was a time when you cared about each other, when you loved each other, when you wanted to spend your time with that person. So what if it's gone? If it's gone, uh, I mean, it didn't work. I'm sorry, you're sorry, he's sorry, she's sorry, whoever. But there's no sense in continuing the, the pain. Just as adult as you can, uh, I'm sorry it didn't work. Let's go our separate ways. Let's make this easy on each other. Goodbye. And just walk away from it. All this revenge and I'm going to get the last laugh and I'm going to get the, the last punch in and I'm going to make sure this person suffers and I'm going to tell everybody his, his penis is small and I'm going to tell everybody that she slept with everybody. Look, come on. Uh, don't be petty. Just, you know, you got to walk away, walk away. If you have to hurt somebody in order to continue your life, uh, go in a uh, direction, well then, you know, you're a piece of shit. You know, if, let's just say you, and it's possible to fall out of love, I believe. It's possible to uh, fall in love uh, a second time. But if you have to damage somebody, it's going to hurt. You're going to hurt somebody when you break up with them. Unless it's a, a both 
both parties are equally wanting to call it quits, one of you is going to hurt the other one. That's just going to happen. But if you want to damage somebody because of that, well, come on. It's not worth it. Don't do it. You're a piece of shit if you do. That's just my thoughts on that. I, I think that uh, there's a right way and a wrong way to, to call it quits. And if you've got to hurt the other person so much that it scars them and damages them uh, because either you're trying to get revenge or you're uh, for whatever reason, you know, there's, there's so many different scenarios, we, but I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. If you're going to go out just purposely to hurt somebody, let's say, uh, you know, I'm going to tell everybody that my new girlfriend is a love of my life and I don't know how I stayed with the last one. Well, come on, you're a piece of shit. Just say it didn't work between me and whatever. I wish them the best. I hope uh, they go on with their life. If they're ever uh, broke down on the side of the road, uh, I hope I can send somebody to help them or help them myself. But as far as that goes, I've moved on. That's all you need to do. Call it quits. You piece of crap if you want to hurt somebody. Shit. I've got several friends going through that right now. and it's. There was a time that you loved this person. There was a time that you wanted to spend the rest of your life or marry or or thought that there was nobody better than that person has life changed so much that you've gone completely the opposite direction and want to damage them and hurt them and put them down well if that's the case you're a piece of shit i've said it once i'll say it again you're a piece of shit oh well Mm. i've got my production manager over here giving me the evil eye i guess i've said shit too many times I won't say shit that many more times, okay? I'll say you're a piece of defecation. How's that? Will that make you happy? Hey, flag it. Flag it, lady down. I want another one of these strings. Mm. So, let's see. How long have I been talking here? Is that is that all right there? That number? No? I'm, I'm, y'all, excuse me. I'm trying to learn how to do some of this stuff. I'm not technically advanced whatsoever i know how to turn it on and off and that's because there's a button that says on and off other than that i i that is not my skill set anything technical uh i have a hard time operating a calculator i mean if it's technical i'm not the man for the job now you want me to laugh and tell jokes and all that stuff talk to people i can do that all day long you ask me to you know plug up your vcr no it will blink 12 for the rest of your life uh, if you depend on me about it i've got uh one family member that works with the uh uh handicap trying to make fine services for them to uh better their life i've got another family member that is technical genius uh if it's computers or technical or trying to uh, cipher a, a, a problem out or try to explain a problem that is the person to go to and me I tell fart jokes so that's that's how how it works the government's going to get in touch with us I want you to break into the camp I want you to download all their technical data on helping handicapped people and while you're at it distract them by telling some fart jokes that we would be the, the next A-team if that ever happened. 
Dun, 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 dun. Fart, fart, fart. That's us. Mm. But I fight with my family a lot, but I got a great one. They don't, they don't understand me. Uh, I'm slightly different than most. Most people would that know me would understand that. I'm a just. I got a few problems up in. If you ever come to one of my shows, I, I tell people, you know, I'm kind of. I've got a few mental problems, and you're gonna figure that out now. I just don't see things the way most people do. But what? Let me look on my list. I had an idea. Uh, I think. Let me. Look over here, Mr. Production Manager. I think I want to do that one right now. I, I can do that for a second. You think it's good enough? Well, but that won't really segue to what we've been talking about. But I, hey, I think it'll. I think I can do it. I want to switch gears. I've talked about some uh, charity. I've talked about tis the season. I've talked about uh, what I think charity is and isn't. Uh, and I, I've talked about some briefly about relationships yeah that really just ticks me off because i had a, a friend just uh three or four days ago he, he calls me up telling me uh about his relationship dissolving and and how he was telling me that he was no and i know i'm supposed to go to this other one i'm back on that again uh he's no angel he's done plenty wrong he's owned up to his wrong he has dropped the wrong things that he's done uh but whether it be out of revenge or whether it be out of just, I don't know what it is. The other, his partner has done some seriously low things. They, he hasn't strayed or done bad things in a while, which he didn't really stray. That's the wrong word. But he has, he's really acted right in the last uh, months and months and months. And for his partner to say, ha ha look at all the things you did and now i'm doing them ha ha you know how's it feel that come on now what what's the sense in that i mean you rag this fella forever for the wrong things he did and yes he did some wrong he owned up to him and now you're doing the same thing and claiming i'm doing this to show you how it feels or uh, I get a free pass because you did them. But come on, stupid, stupid, stupid. I'm not taking a side. If the roles were totally reversed, I'd still say stupid, stupid. Man, I don't know where people get the idea of what a relationship is. Now. Well, well, you know what it is. It's, it's because relationships have become too easy. You can get a divorce at the drop of a hat. If you don't like your partner, you know, piss on them you can just go up there file a few papers and be with somebody else the next day you know and it's become so passe it's become so uh you know the norm that people don't think twice about it you know oh who cares about this relationship i'll just have another woman tomorrow you know i can get a divorce quickie or whatever man you suck you suck the system sucks you ought to say nope you want a divorce? Okay, there's a year and a half waiting list on a divorce. Unless there's extenuating circumstances that the judge agrees with. And then see how you act. See how you like it. Man, I don't get it. I don't, that's You know, I've never been married. I've never, ha never had any kids of my own. But, and maybe this is why, because I'm, 
I, I see what's going on. I'm not saying that would happen with my girlfriend, but, you know, I keep telling her the, uh, I'm doing her a favor <laughs> because I'm, she doesn't know exactly the, the limits of my, uh, dysfunctional brain. Yes. Hold on just a second. People of verbal abuse. Hold on. Whatever this is, can you make me a larger one? Yeah, this, this was good. This, I don't know what it is. Yeah, don't, no, don't tell me. I'm, I'm not plugging anything on there. Don't tell me what it is yet. But can you make me a larger one? All right. No ice. Ice just waters it down. Thank you. I'm sorry, people. I didn't want to pause it just for that. Mm. But, yeah, that's that's my views on relationship. You know, everything is becoming too easy. You know, you see the memes on, on Facebook and all. It says, how did you stay married for 65 years or whatever? Because we come from an era where you didn't throw shit away because it started messing up or get broke. We fixed it. And things have come too easy. The quickie divorce, the quickie marriage, the quickie quickie. And things are just too damn easy. And you ought to, the ju- you want a divorce? Yeah, a year and a half wait. Then you get a divorce. You know, we got to lash you together by the ankle for, you know, three months. And if y'all can survive that and still want a divorce, uh, y'all get what I'm saying, I'm, I hope. By the way, anybody listening, I'm in works now for another show. Uh, got in touch with me and I with them over the weekend. And the date should be official. It will be after the new year, though. I kind of needed that because I got another project that I'm working on. So it will be at least three weeks, possibly four, that I will be doing another show. Hopefully it would be larger because we are going to do some advertising. Uh, actually, it's a pretty decent scale of advertising. And uh, I will be there, of course, Uh Ace has already said that he'll be there, which since it's so far away, I can't promise anything. Um, Ace is my man. You know, uh, he's not here right now. He had some things to do. And, uh, oh, my God, I just swallowed that stuff wrong. I just got a kick. Um, I just, uh, Ace has been there for me, or for being, actually my family. He, we call each other the brother from another mother. Uh, we've all got our problems. Uh, Ace and I kind of uh, bonded over some major health issues. You know, he's he's got them, I've got them, and uh, we're both trying to change our life. He's 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 a good guy. He he's got issues. I've got issues, but our issues together make more issues. And um, sorry he couldn't be here tonight. He expresses that he's uh, wishes he could be here. And he'll do his best to be here next time. Uh, so, whatever's going on with Ace, we wish you well, sir. And if y'all see him out, pinch him on the butt and tell him that's from Burger. He'll understand what you mean. Pinch him twice. He might like it. Maybe he won't listen to this uh, cast before y'all pinch him. And don't worry, he's not going to punch you if you pinch him. He's, he's a little slow. He, he can't move that quick. You can dodge. Don't worry. Dodge, as Piccolo would say to Gohan in 
Dragon Ball Z abridged. Dodge! I know y'all don't get that. Okay. Now we're going to switch a little bit. I've, I've done this for 33 minutes, 32 minutes. Y'all bored yet? Good. I've got a, another idea. In the last couple podcasts, we've talked about uh, my idea. Oh, wait. Thank you, ma'am. Like, hold on. Let me give you a tip. Always remember to tip your wage. You got I hope you don't mind quarters. Uh, uh, y'all tip your waitresses. They they need tips. And tis the season. You know, give an extra dollar so they can do whatever they want. Um, mm. Oh, side note. Side note, sorry. I've got a couple uh, going to be new members of the family here soon. Uh, my daughter will be having twins next month. If she makes it that long. And my son's wife, well, who I call my son, he doesn't acknowledge it too much, but I call him my son anyway. He ain't going to listen to this, so I can say that. Uh, His uh, old lady will be having uh, a daughter. We had some scares thinking that the baby was going to be born already, but uh, hadn't been here yet, so any day now, I'm going to have two more baby girls and another baby boy that I get to play with and spoil and uh, give them complexes and all that good stuff. So I was mentioning that because my uh, technical what are we calling you? Technical advisor or what what do you want to be called? Production manager. I like that production manager. My production manager doesn't know them as well as I do and I was letting him know. I actually, I was away on a, a job the past few days, and I uh, got a scare. I don't know if you heard that my my son's, I'm doing air quotes, uh, old lady was in the hospital because they thought she was about to drop one and uh, ended up being a false alarm. So I will let y'all know when I'm a grandpappy again, again. But now, now on to this other subject. Sorry I, I bored y'all and all that with my personal personal things. I'm still... Um, I've got an idea. On the last few podcasts, y'all heard me talk about uh, legalizing nudity, and y'all heard how I would uh, revamp the prison systems. I've got an idea on how we could get our medical... You know, everybody's saying, free health care, free... Look, y'all, come on, bullshit. Ain't nothing for free. Wake up. Uh, somebody got to pay for it. Ain't nothing for free. If you go to a store and they give you a free extra fry, well, I'm telling you, somebody had to cook them fries, somebody had to buy them fries, somebody had to buy the oil, pay the electricity for the oil to get hot, buy the little boxes that the fries come in, ain't nothing for free. Period. Uh, yeah, and Cheesy going to get paid. I ain't free neither. But... I've got an idea. Everybody's talking about wanting free health care. Let's think of this. And I'm sorry I hadn't been funny the last few times because I've been trying to get some things off my chest. Uh, she's, she's probably wanting her husband. Um, some women don't come into bars to grab their husbands. They just sit outside and honk the horn really, really loud. Um, what if... Now, I'm, I know you don't want to talk on verbal abuse, but I'm going to look at you, and you can give me facial expressions on. Let's, let's think of this. All right. That sounded nasty, whatever that was, by the way. 
Um, oh, that didn't sound like that. Um, all right, let's say the government gave out free education to any medical field. Now, think about it. Free books, free lessons, free everything for doctors, nurses, and specialists. Now, I've already seen you looking. Bear, bear with me for a minute. Under the understanding that depending on the level of education you receive, you have to work X amount of time in a government medical facility. Well, now, I ain't Britain. What you do is let's say to be a doctor, you have to work for five years. And I'm just throwing some time out there. Five years at a, you know, enough wage to get by. Let's say $10 an hour. You know, you can live on 10 Let's say $15 an hour. You know, you're a doctor. $15, you might need a car. And everything you do in that medical field is free for five years. Now, I say free, you're still getting paid $10 an hour, so it's not free. But the, the person receiving the, the medical services doesn't have to pay. So now they're getting quality help, and it's not costing them because there's a lot of people that do need it. You know, disabled, uh, people with disabilities. So like, um, let's say there's nurses. They have to serve three years. Specialists, 10 years or whatever. But after that time, your bill is wiped out. And you can go to work in the private sector or anywhere you want. So you get top health care from people that have top educations. Uh, there's going to be plenty of them. The problem is, I, the only problem I see with this idea is you're going to saturate the market. And you don't want to saturate the market. So you need to allow just so many on this program. Now, think about this. This is also going to create jobs. Well, think about it. They're going to have to have a, let's say, a hospital that is the government hospital. It needs janitors. It needs cooks. It needs people to wash linens. It needs all that stuff. So those are going to be jobs that are created. All right. The people that receive these services... If they have some money, they pay on a curve. If they don't have money, they don't pay on a curve, whatever. You know, but it's going to create the jobs. It's going to give people better health care. It's going to make, make health care more accessible because they're going to have to have more places. It's going to create jobs because they need the cooks, the linen washers, and all that. Maintenance people. And the people that can pay, let's say, uh a normal service in the hospital would cost, let's say, $1,000 a day. They have to pay $20 a day or $10 a day or whatever, depending on the money they make. Or however, I, I mean, there's still going to be a deficit between the money that's brought in by the, uh, the hospital versus the services going out. But look at what we're doing now. We're still having that deficit because people are going to their regular doctors and doing the Medicare, Medicaid, whatever. But this way, there's going to be more people that want to be in that field because, hey, I don't have to pay $200,000. When I get out, I don't have to work for 18, 19 years to pay off my student loans. The prices are going to come down once they get out because the, the doctors don't have to charge as much 
because they don't have the student loan. And if they go through this program, we can make it to where their, their medical insurance would be lower. That would bring prices down. And I, I just I see it as a, a win, 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 win all through it. Now, there, of course, there's there's problem. I'm sorry, but this stuff is hitting me. I don't know what the hell this is. She's, she said she'd tell me when we got done. They bring me something new to try almost every time I'm in here. Uh, sometimes I drink and it's like water. Other times I drink and I'm like, whoa. And this is a whoa. I don't know what the hell this is, but I want another. Uh, but everybody, I have a designated driver. I make sure all my responsibilities are met before I do all this. So, nanny nanny nanner. Hmm. I'm gonna get back on the subject, but uh, do you remember a friend from years and years ago? Uh, I'm talking to my te- my uh, technical advisor. My what the hell did we just say we were uh, product 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 manager something production manager. Yeah, write that down so I don't freaking forget it again. Um, do you remember a friend of ours named that we used to call Taco? I got back in touch with him. I hadn't talked to him in a long time. Hold on, I gotta write something down. I can't write and talk. O-D-U-C-T-I-O-N, manager, M-G-R. Okay, that's your title, sir. Production manager. Our last production manager had to go. He had other responsibilities and obligations. We wish him well in his new endeavor and adventure. Oh, yeah. Um, Got back in touch with him. I was supposed to actually run into him over the uh, Thanksgiving holiday. But something came up. He said he'd be back down in a couple weeks, and we're going to meet up and uh, go to some of the old hangouts. And he's a, a steel worker, and he travels building skyscrapers and buildings and all that. And uh, I got in touch with him over social media. So that's that's about the only good thing social media is for. I mean, think about it. I mean, yeah, you can look at some pictures and all and funny jokes. Uh, yeah, social. Yeah, uh, what we're doing now is social media. But uh. It is an awesome tool for getting in touch with people you hadn't talked with in years that have moved off and finding them and old family members. And me, the internet was made for porn. Uh, God, porn. I love it. Porn is awesome. Porn is good. I mean, yeah, I heard they were stopping all the porn on that site. It's horrible. Sick people taking away my porn. What a man and another man and a woman. And a midget deal with a donkey is their own damn business. And if they want to let other people see it, then there is a ping pong show in Tijuana that I want to see. Now, you're bastard. Uh, y'all, I have to pause this one more time. I know y'all are getting upset at me. Now, what, just some button here, right? All right. I'm sorry about that. I had to... Take a pause for the calls, so they say. Uh, I had to go pee pee. Um, yeah, I see you over giggling a little bit when I mentioned Taco. You know him by a different name, too. Uh, actually, he was Gringo before he was Taco. So, yeah, uh, that's like I, I'm Cheeseburger. You know, bikers get different names most people do not know my real name i have family and a few assorted friends ace happens to know my real name and uh yeah bikers have weird names uh i actually know a biker named shoe 
yeah, it's a long story how I got the shoe. Uh, let's see, there's me. I'm Cheeseburger. I knew a, a Chili Dog, Hubcap, uh, uh, Batman, uh, which Batman's not that strange, but uh, Joker. There was a Joker we know. Uh, Gunner. Yeah, you know, a bunch of us that uh the uh, that I go by that name uh so much that it just becomes their real name. Nobody knows their uh their actual birth name. Uh the the ride that we have on my my buddy that passed away, uh bartender. And you know, that's his name, bartender. He his run is gonna be I think next weekend. Uh, for the St. Jude Children's Home. Yeah, we uh, bikers are a different group. I, I love them all. I love the lifestyle. Uh, I'll tell you what that is in a minute. Uh, once we get done, we make sure make sure it ain't on me. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's about to be Christmas. We got how many weeks till Christmas? Two, three, two, two and a half, two and a half, three weeks till Christmas. Uh, it's the time of year. It's beginning to look a lot like syphilis. I mean, uh, those big red bumps are everywhere. I love parody Christmas songs, don't you? The grandma got ran over, but I, I don't know legally if I can do all these, but <laughs> Jack Frost picking at your nose. You'll tie carols in many knots. Oh, let's see. How long have I bored these people? Oh, I still got a few more minutes. I can screw around. I'm going to do some recapping on this. Let's see. We started out by talking about... What did we start out on this time? I know we talked about relationships. We've talked about uh, charities. And we've talked about some biker stuff. And we talked about porn. God, I love porn. Porn is awesome. Porn is good. For me, it's good. But, you know, I don't see why they make them so long. You know, most people don't need but the first 15 minutes. <coughs> they all need to be the same name. Things that will never happen to me by women I will never meet. But my, girl, my girlfriend doesn't like porn. She's not a big porn fan. I guess I need to erase all those secret videos in. <laughs> um, what are you going to do for Christmas? Y'all, y'all decided? Y'all staying in town, out of town, out of town? Oh, it's going to be a lonely Christmas again. I'm going to cry. Me and Netflix, bottle of booze and Kleenex for tears. But I think, yeah, porn. <laughs> what do they make it? I know they actually make a, gr- uh, there's a, a porn that has the Grinch in it. A guy dressed up like the Grinch and. There's captions say, I think I downloaded the wrong Grinch movie. <laughs> That's funny. But I think this is going to be about the end. Can you shorten this out and show me how long I've been boring these people? I'm going to, oh, longer than I thought. 40, so I think that's good enough to call it quits. What do you think? Cause, I mean, I could go on another 10 minutes, but I'm not going to. Uh, everybody, I want to say thank you again to... All the armed forces, everybody that volunteers, everybody that allows us to do what we do because they do what they do. Uh, veterans, 
active military, uh, everything down to our uh, refuse collectors, the the people that work on your power poles in a in an outage, everything. We thank you so much. Uh, we respect you, uh, boys in blue, or armed for our uh, police officers. Thank you so much for protecting us and uh, keeping an eye on us and making the roads safe. We do thank you again, and I hope to hear back from you on verbal abuse. And by the way, everybody, uh, tell a friend about us. We're trying to spread this far and wide. Uh, <laughs> so uh, if you could, let a friend know about verbal abuse. Try to get them to check us out. Check out our Facebook page. Uh, there's a link on our Facebook page to all of our podcasts. Uh, it's over in the notes section on the left. Uh, if nothing else, just stop by and say hi to us. So I'm going to let y'all go. I hope you enjoy your life. Do what makes you happy as long as it doesn't hurt anybody else. We love you and bye-bye.